Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union with two locations in Mankato since 1934. It pays to bank where your part owner member NCUA more at mnvalleyfcu.coop. And Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by members of the Executive Board of the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. Find out more at smcleanenergy.org. It is 1034, and joining me now, I have a guest for our community stories. It is Justin Lundborg. Justin Lundborg is with the City of Mankato. He is the Natural Resources Specialist. Good morning, Justin. Good morning. Happy to be here today. Glad to have you, and you know, you've been on before, and you love trees. You're a guy that just is love trees and, and plants and all kinds of things, so you're in the perfect spot. Yes, absolutely. And I wanted to talk a little bit about trees and things going on in the neighborhoods, uh, watering, because I know that the City of Mankato just put out a note about some watering water conservation methods that they want people to do to help conserve water. So let's start with trees. Looking around the community, there are so many ash trees. We know the ash borer has come to town. And so what's being done there? How many trees are being cut down? What's being replaced, et cetera? Yeah, so um, that is definitely the hot topic right now. We are busy with ash tree management. Um, It is important to note that we have not confirmed EAB within the city of Mankato yet. Blue Earth oh, County, it I is know. In Blue yep. Earth County. It's okay. about six miles away oh. in St. Clair. So it's it's knocking on our door, but we haven't found it here yet. So fingers crossed there. Um, as of today, we've taken down about 138 ash trees in the city this year. How old have some of them been? Are they Most of them were planted right after Dutch elm disease. So oh. the biggest ones are in that 40 to 50 year old class. That's hard, isn't yep. it? Because yep. you have these beautiful shade trees and you know they're going to be probably well like the dutch elm disease and then you have nothing so once you take them out what happens you replace them grind the stumps or what happens yes so it's a little bit of a process uh we take the trees out and then in the fall of every year between august and october we grind all of our stumps out the following spring all the trees get replaced Um, every tree that comes down gets replaced as long as it's in a suitable location if it's not we find the next closest suitable location for it So how many ash trees do you think the city has? Right now, we are at around um, 2,200 city-managed ash trees. Okay, and so compared to other trees that are, are, is that the most? Is that the medium number or? Yep, so that represents about 15% of our city's um, public trees. The only species higher than that is maple. Um, That's going to be closer to 30%. Okay. And we were just chatting before you got on the air about when you replace the ash trees, what do you replace them with? And you said, we're not doing any more maples because we do have so many maples. And as we know, anytime you get just a, a monoculture of sorts, if you get something like the emerald ash borer or Dutch elm disease, you can wipe out an entire community. So what are you using in place of these ash trees? Yeah, so um, diversity is what we stress the most. Um, for instance, this year we planted 13 different tree species within city parks and boulevards. Um, those range from native trees like hackberry, um, red oak, bur oak. Uh, we'll do some small statured stuff like service berry, uh, lilacs, and red buds. Um, really a lot of different options. Some native there. ones, though. Yep. Yeah. Are there any unusual ones or new ones you've been trying? Yeah, some of the new ones we've been doing. Um, London plane tree. Oh, uh, tell me about that. For a few years. I'm not familiar with that. So that is an American sycamore okay. hybrid. Oh. Um, it does very well. There are only a few true sycamores here in town that I've seen, um, and they are beautiful trees, 60 to 70 feet tall. Um, and to the untrained eye, they look similar to a maple. 
Oh, really? Very similar leaf to a maple. And they're considered hardy, no problems at this point? They, they are on the fringe of, of the lower zone four to f- zone five. Um, we are going on four years now that they've been working for us, so we just uh, keep trying them. Okay, so any others that are of interest maybe that might be unusual? Yeah, so the red buds are ones that we started a few years ago doing. Um, the important to do the Minnesota strain that is hardy to our area. Um, you know, some of the other ones we've tried are Zelkova. What's that? Um, which is similar to an elm. Oh, um, very similar to an elm um, with mediocre success. And we are kind of pushing that zone five boundary uh-huh. um, as the climate continues to change. So, All right. So so we'll be seeing more in new trees and that sort of thing. And do you still do the boulevard program? So let's say somebody's on a boulevard, don't have, doesn't have a tree and wants a tree. Can you order them? Yes. Yep. There's an order form through the city of Mankato. Um, you can call 311 to fill it out. Uh, we are delayed by a year usually on that because oh, really? of how far ahead we have to contract. Oh. So um, depending on the time of the year, the tree would be planted in the following spring. So is that the kind of thing where you, you order the tree and the city does all the work or you have to do it or what happens? Correct. The city lines it all up. The city contractor will plant the tree um, and then uh, it's yours to to take care of. And, yep. And to the be... contractor will take care of it initially. Um, the city will do any trimming and removal. And it does cost something, I know. Yes. Yep, there's a fee associated. All right. So anything else going on with our trees in the besides the ash tree management? Yeah. You know, we look back at last year, we had a lot of drought issues. Oh, um, yeah. We're starting to see some of the consequences of that. Um, smaller statured trees, younger trees are dying back. Oh. And then um, some older trees that had any defect... If they've been beat up by a mower, storm damage, we're already noticing some decline on those trees. And do you do anything proactively or do you just kind of wait and see if they make it? Yes, it's more reactive at this point. Um, Take care of your tree the best you can. Um, I'd say water it, but we've gotten ample water this spring, so it's not a big concern. Um, mulch around it to retain that moisture if you can. But don't well. do volcano mulch. No volcanoes. That yeah. is donuts. something. We yeah. like donuts. Yeah. What now? Donuts. Yeah, that's where you pull the mulch away from the trunk. Yep. I I see a lot of. I think they must be not the city, obviously, because you're telling them not to do volcanoes. But in some private, maybe apartments or something, you see those volcanoes where they push all the mulch up, and you look like you got a little mountain with a tree sticking out of it. That's the worst thing you can do. Yes, absolutely. Um, what that does is it holds the moisture into the stem of the tree instead of the roots. And when you get moisture on the stem, you're going to attract rodents. Uh, you're going to get decay. Lots of bad insects, all kinds of things. Yep. Okay. Well, you mentioned uh, watering, and this year has been so much better than last year. Was a oh, I, I told my sister if I had another drought this year, I, I think I'd quit gardening because it was very stressful with yep. all the the plants I have. So now the the city of Mankato has issued a release that says help conserve water with Mankato's lawn watering conservation program. What is that all about? Yeah, so the city of Mankato does have watering restrictions um, year-round. Oh, it's year-round. See, I thought it was just in droughts. Yep, nope. So we are year-round, even-odd numbered. So if your house number is an even number, you'll water on even days. And then if it's odd, you'll be on odd days. Um, We do ask that there is no watering um, period between 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. And that is because? That's because that's the highest use time of the day. 
And also um, evaporation, yes. I assume, as well. Uh, and that's interesting because I, I don't know that a lot of people realize there are these, um, I guess, rules. I, I didn't. I get, was thinking that the e, uh, even odd was during drought periods, but it's, it's year-round. Yep, and that's what we really want to get everybody on the mindset of because if you set your sprinklers up um, at the beginning of the year accordingly, just follow that even odd throughout the year and you'll be good to go. And how much do people really need to water their yards? Because I see some people that do it every single day. And, of course, I don't have any irrigation. Mine, um, I've been creating a what I call a bee lawn. I've got clover in there and, and um, fescues and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. So you, it doesn't require as much water as like a complained Kentucky bluegrass, which is like a golf course almost. Yes. Yep, that's correct. It's really going to vary um, yard to yard. It's going to depend on your soil type. Um, most of Mankato is a clay to loam soil um, that's heavier. It doesn't drain as fast. You're going to want to water less frequently. Isn't it usually an inch a week, um, one inch a week? So basically one time a week is really all you need. Yes, one, in, one inch per week um, throughout the week is what you want. So um, if we're just talking grass and we're not getting rain, one good watering a week, maybe two is all you need. Yeah, and you, I'm sure you see a lot of times, and, and there's nothing you can do to, re- to enforce that, is there? Nope. <laughs> you just kind of go, uh, oh, well. Yep. All right. And between 11 and 6 p.m., do not water. I know it's best to water in the morning, too. So you get it on and then it evaporates and you don't get a fung- uh, fungus and things that will populate overnight. Yes, exactly. Early mornings is the best time to water. Um, you know, that 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. window or so. Uh, gets it watered, the, the grass can adapt, and it will dry out by nighttime. And I know there's some exceptions, like if somebody's putting in a new sod or seeding or something like that. Yes, we do have 30-day temporary watering permits available. Um, that is for areas of new seed or sod. Um, it's a free application that you can find online, and it is good for 30 days. So you need a permit? Yes. Yep, you do need a permit to be watering outside of our restrictions. Oh, okay. So that that's free? You don't... Yes. Yep. It's free. It's just so we can track it um, and make sure we know who who is allowed to water um, on the days they wouldn't typically be allowed. I like the other exceptions too, though. If you have a garden or flower bed with a handheld hose, that's one thing versus uh, sprinkler and the children's water toys. But you must be attended. <laughs> yes. Yep. We don't want you uh, leaving <laughs> running water in the driveway unattended. Right. Because I, I remember when my kids were that age and you used to have bubbles in all kinds of water things and you'd have them all the time and there are fines if you're in violation of some of these yes that is correct um, we are on an educational basis right now we have door hangers that will leave you uh, letting you know about our watering restrictions and then um, it's only those repeat offenders that we do have fines that we can issue yeah it says the, the, your first notice just a warning essentially a second notice you pay 50 bucks a third notice a hundred dollars and fourth get disconnected we don't want people to repeat violate. Water is, um, you know, last summer was critical when we were in that drought. Uh, so we yeah. really want everybody to be aware of these restrictions, um, adapt to them. Where can people go to find, if they're maybe not listening to this and they say, well, where are all these rules that I need to obey? Yep, the City of Mankato website, um, or you can call our 311 line as well. Yeah, 311s, I think that's a good good one to do since everybody's got the cell phones, etc. What other things do we need to know that are going on in the city that are important in terms of what you're doing with the natural resources? Yeah, um, I guess one of the big ones is no mow may is uh, coming to an end here soon. Um, so we just kind of want to be aware when we're mowing our lawn. Um, don't blow grass into the street. Um, when grass is blown into the street, 
it winds up in the storm drains and into the river. And um, that's a source of nitrogen and all kinds of things that creates al- algal blooms and... Yep, exactly. All that fertilizer you put on your lawn, the phosphorus, um, is not good for our waterways. So we, we do ask that you keep grass clippings in your yard. If they do get on the street, just sweep them up when you're done. Has the city had any discussions on how no mow no may is going since this is the first year essentially that it's been done? We have not had any discussions yet. We will review it um, at the conclusion here in a, a few weeks. So. I know we uh, didn't go completely no mow. We went low mow, just not as much, and higher mow uh, just because sometimes you get to a point where your lawnmower can, <laughs> can't handle a hay field. Yes, exactly. And that's, you know, some tips as we do wrap up no mow may. If you're going out there to mow your lawn and it's been higher than it's ever been, set your mower up as high as you can go. Um, you're going to want to mow it once, wait a few days, lower the mower a little bit, mow it again. It's going to be a process. Um, if you do cut that grass right back to its original height, you're going to really stress your lawn out. So. Yeah, because this is like when you prune, you're only prune like the top third, no more than a third or something. I think grass is probably the same. Yes, and also, I know with, with grass, it's better to cut it longer, like three, three and a half inches, because then you don't get the weeds that come in so well. And also, I mean, I know people say, well, then I got to mow more, but it doesn't stress your lawn as much. Yes, absolutely. That three to four inch height is ideal. Um, it's going to require less watering as well. Let the grass get some deeper roots. All right. Tell me what else is going on, Justin. We're that, talking with natural resource mm-hmm. specialist Justin Lundborg here from the city of Mankato. You know, one other thing I would highlight, we've had a very wet spring so far. We've had some cool days. Anytime you get a cool, wet spring, uh, fungal diseases are very common. Uh, I would suspect that we will see anthracnose a lot in the next month. So what will we see? What does that mean then? for Anthracnose, when we're looking at trees, um, ash, maple, oaks, it can affect almost any tree. It's basically going to be some irregular brown spots on the tree. On the leaves or the... On the leaves. On the leaves, okay. On the leaves. And uh, you might see some deformed leaves. They might be smaller than usual. And in severe cases, it will result in leaf drop as well. Is it deadly to the tree? It is not deadly. It is just fungal. Um, Okay. Anytime you get something like this, the best practice is just to rake your lawn after those leaves drop. Because what happens is if the leaves lay on the ground, the spores go back into the ground and get taken back up by the tree. So you don't need to cut it down or anything or treat it with anything? Nope, absolutely not. And in a lot of cases, the tree will actually leaf out again. If it drops its leaves early enough, it will send out another flush of leaves. Have you noticed any of that yet? Or when does that usually start in the season? Not yet. Um, Most of our trees are just getting leafed out to a full extent. So I would think mid-June is when we might start seeing that. What services does the city offer for trees and that sort of thing? Let's like say you've got a boulevard tree, maybe it needs to be pruned, or maybe it's just got a weak branch or something, or a branch breaks off. What sort of things does the city do versus what's the property owner's yep. responsibility? Um, any tree in the boulevard, the city will take care of okay. in that right-of-way. Um, so we will trim it, remove it if necessary, etc. Um, we are also available for tree inspections. If you have a tree that you think might be diseased. Is this only in the boulevard or any tree? This is any tree. Oh, okay. Yep, public or private. Good to know. Um, especially with emerald ash borer knocking on our door. If you think, gee, I think my ash tree is looking sick, you want to look someone to look at it, 
uh, you can call 311 and we'll come out and take a look. Does the city treat any of the ash, or will the city treat any of the ash trees if we do get the ash borer, or is that something that's just too expensive to do? Yes, uh, good point. So the city will pl- pl- is planning to treat about 300 trees. Now, why 300? Why is that a random number? Or? That's about, we went through all of our trees and first looked at if the trees were suitable for treatment. Okay. So that means they are 10 to 20 inches in diameter, um, kind of medium-aged trees, and they're in good health and in a good location. Um, they don't have utility wires going through them, things like that. So. Anything new with the parks uh, in terms of things being added or changed or done? None that I'm aware of right now. Um, we are going through them. We're doing quite a few tree removals, taking care of some dead trees out of them and putting new ones in. So. All right. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. If people, like they said, if you uh, have questions, you can always call 311 or go to the city's site and talk about the the conservation program for lawn watering and uh, things that I learned today that I didn't know. And I appreciate your time, Justin. Justin Lundborg with the City of Mankato, the Let's see, official title, Natural Resources Specialist. Thank you. I was happy to be here today. All right, thanks. Maybe we'll chat again and see how things are going. Absolutely. All right, take care. All right, always interesting things we learn, um, and I learned too that I didn't know, and I'm happy to, to have our folks coming on in for us. Uh, let's. Uh, we got some time. We got some music here for you. This is from Ra Ra Riot. Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union. With two locations in Mankato since 1934, it pays to bank where your part owner member NCUA more at mnvalleyfcu.coop. And Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by members of the Executive Board of the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. Find out more at smcleanenergy.org.